Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Just a little warning before we get into the episode that we talk about a few... Christmas truths, Christmas realities that may not be suitable for all age groups. So caution is to be advised going into this one. Happy Christmas. Hello and welcome back to another stunning full weekly episode of Not Without My Sister, the podcast presented by me, Rosemary McCabe. And me, Beatrice McCabe. All the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana, which I always do like I'm in Texas. I I still can't. I actually don't hear it. I mean, I don't know what the accent is here. I couldn't tell you. No. It's American. It's American. How about that? It's an American accent. America's very big, Beatrice. Yes, thank you, Rosemary. Oh my God, sorry. Speaking of America's very big, because I keep getting really confused about the geography because I'm really stupid about American geography. Did you know how much Super Bowl tickets were? No. So the other day I was watching Shakira and J-Lo, not the other day, yesterday. I was watching Shakira and J-Lo at the Super Bowl, which was only this year. Mm-hmm. February of this year feels like 10 mm-hmm. years ago right and I suddenly thought I live in America now maybe I should go to the Super Bowl which Brandon started laughing the minute I told him the story and I was like maybe we should go it could be, it could be like a fun annual tradition and, and, and I'd love to see some like superstar from miles away on the stage at the Super Bowl tickets Beatrice five How and much? a half grand what five and a half grand to like, go to a football game no sorry like all tickets I, that was the cheapest ticket I found but like are you maybe, do you need to maybe like go a year out or what? I mean, I feel like Garth Brooks could have been five and a half grand in Dublin at one point. Oh, I'd say he was. Don't yeah. talk about that, Beatrice. Why not? And the, the a lot of people are still, a lot of people are still bum, very angry bum, about those concerts bum. that never happened. Who did I hear singing a cover of the Thunder Rolls? Oh, our friends. What are their names? The sisters. And the Thunder Rolls. Boom, boom, boom. The ones so- who just released the album. Larkin Poe? Yes, they did a beautiful cover of... How uh, did I, the sisters who just released the album probably could be a hundred <laughs> different people. They just released a beautiful cover of a Garth Brooks song. And literally, I have to say, I was like, I knew I was right in liking him. <laughs> in liking who? Garth Brooks Garth or them? Garth Brooks and oh, them. Listen, but Garth Brooks. people, like, you're not special because you like Garth Brooks. You and 
20 no, thousand all, Irish people. No, Rosemary, I think people have not been given validation around their love of Garth Brooks until he became, who was the other dude with the long floppy <gasps> black hair? Do you remember oh he remember he morphed oh into that yes. dude in like Garth the subway Brooks's station? Alter ego. Yeah, it was so unbelievably creepy. Oh my god, what was his name again? I don't know, but we're going to need to put that in the show notes because he was yeah, unbelievably that's... terrifying. That entire transformation was like, what if I just suddenly turned into Cher? Or like, what if I suddenly turned into Marilyn Manson? Or Cher? That's the same person, Rosemary. Good job. <laughs> How dare you? You know, Claire and I were eating in an Indian restaurant. In which Black one? Rock which, one day. which person are you offended by there? Whose person? Who are you offend? On whose behalf are you offended? Cher. Oh yeah, I just read a great article about Cher and Moonstruck. Claire and I were eating in an Indian restaurant in Black Rock called Rushi or Rishi or something. I'll put that in the show notes as well. Was and it delicious? Huh? Was it delicious? Oh, Beatrice, Indian food's always, almost always delicious. And okay. the proprietor came over to tell us that Cher had been in the restaurant the week before and, he, and she'd been sitting in Claire's seat. Oh, I thought he was going to say, came over to tell me that I looked like Marilyn Manson. <laughs> going to talk about <laughs> Christmas traditions uh, or traditions in general right traditions oh, making traditions. traditions that's fine that's fine but like I literally was scouring my mind I'm like I have none it's just like I, it, it, it's very slapdash it's whatever happens works well this kind of occurred to me right because Brandon broke the news to me today that so because his kids because he shares custody with his ex-wife his kids, he picks the kids up on Christmas morning and we go to his like grandma's or they go and they have dinner somewhere and they don't open any of their gifts until the mm-hmm. evening. Oh. And he told me that I therefore, because I said, oh, well, we'll do our gifts in the morning. And he was like, no, no, we have to wait for the boys. So we can't open our gifts until like 7 p.m. What? But you can open your gifts. Well, he, what he actually said I mean, was, I mean. Hate to break you, you, like these kids do not give a shit what you got. Oh, I know they don't, but I think he wants to like keep the you know, the magic of Santa going that we all open our Santa presents at okay. the same time. So does Santa get looked at in the morning? I think they get Santa in their moms and in their dads. Santa comes okay. to both houses. So, but which, Santa, which like, Santa, but they, they, they can look at their Santa presents in the morning. Only the ones in their moms. They don't get their ones in their dads until the evening because they don't get to their dad's house until yeah, the yeah. evening. But like, were they to be in their dads one year, they would see Santa in the morning. The presents. Yes. yes. Well, I mean, because I share custody of my children with Don's brain... <laughs> I also have a problem with Santa because every now and then Don just loses his cool with Santa and tells me we shouldn't have Santa. Um, this is a, this is a ridiculous. We're lying to our children. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the fucking magic of Christmas, which then begins to erode the magic of Christmas. Honestly, honestly, people who like talk about lying to their kids, right? You lie to your kids all the time. Don never lies to his kids. Take that back. Oh my God, you totally lied to your kids. Like, sorry, YouTube doesn't work after 7 p.m. He has YouTube never said working. that. No, he doesn't. He I goes have... into long explanations about Does he? the technology behind. Yes. And I'm like, just fucking tell them it's done. Anyway, his whole hang up was because when he discovered Alan mom and her like fear for that 11 year old in her class who thought that Santa was still real. When he discovered that Santa was still real when he was 15 or so. No, he was probably like nine. Was not real. Was not real. Oh yeah, sorry, it was not real. <laughs> sorry, it's actually more time. It's actually that's actually a great point, Rosemary. That's a great that's a great idea. What if you discovered Santa was real? How terrifying would that be? 
Anyway, he discovered Santa was not real and felt so betrayed and so duped, so humiliated by his mom. And I'm like, this is way too, like, this is other shit going on, right? I'm like, I was more like, oh, no, why are, what, what am I going to do next year to get all my presents? Well, you were grand because you were six years ahead of me. So you had to keep pretending until I figured it out. And then... Once I figured it out, I was like, well, Beatrice got an extra six years of pretending. So poor mom and dad have had to keep it going forever. No, but also like you weren't that smart. So I feel like they believed you when you were pretending that you still believed. (laughs) But anyway, so like he's got this big hang up about like, you know, when we first got together, literally when he proposed to me, not like in the moment. But as we talked about afterwards, I said, my one condition, my only condition is that you have to be okay with Santa. Sorry, should you not have talked about this when you had your baby before you got married, you harlot? Rosemary, you judgmental, you judgmental female shaming disgrace. Why only when you got married were you like, suddenly we need to worry about Santa? Because before that, that, he wasn't like relevant. I could have left America at any point. I could have left him. I could have taken my child. He would have had no rights. He couldn't have pursued me across the Atlantic Ocean, etc. I mean, or he could have, but with difficulty, etc, etc, etc. Only in the case if I had died. I mean, if he really felt that strongly about Santa, he could have killed me. But even at that point... Nash would have gone to mom and dad. So like, poor Nash in any scenario. Would he? Mm-hmm. We weren't married. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay, fair. So. Oh, or or to me, am I closer to you than mom and dad? Uh, no, I really love mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. How did you, so how did you get past this? It so he like said, Don really put his foot back down. in the heyday, he was super in love with me and he was like, okay. And then as life has gone on and he's become more inured to kind of like my beatific wonderfulness. Now he's like, you're not leaving. You're trapped. I've trapped you with four kids. Now he gets to threaten me with like, maybe I'm just going to tell them all Sam doesn't exist. Make, you know this is fucking nonsense why do we need all these t- gifts why and but like whatever i mean well fine. he also doesn't need to nash 100 percent does not believe Shh. do not put that in the universe chance the four-year-old they all said believe to me, the other three believe the other three do believe. they yeah because four-year-old chance <laughs> said to me very scornfully during the summer santa is not real yeah i know but that's only because he heard that he repeated it but like now he's super excited about Santa's coming down the chimney, Santa's doing this, Santa's doing that, and he's going to sneak downstairs and he's going to basically... Tr- oh, yeah, and every morning, every morning... when So I've got a great tradition in our house. In our house, on Christmas morning, Don puts soot on his face. <laughs> so ridiculous. Don puts soot on his face. He puts a knife in his belt and he sits on the couch and he tells the kids that he has killed Santa every single Christmas morning. <laughs> and he says... Luckily, Santa put your presents under the tree, but I caught him and he was intruding in our house and I've killed him every single morning. And he finds it hilarious and they all freak out beyond recognition. And then he goes, ha ha, only joking. This was a joke. Every single Christmas day so far, he's done that. That's actually hilarious. (laughs) Um, Do your kids have Elf on the Shelf? Oh, yeah, but like poor Elf never moves. I mean, you should explain what Elf on the Shelf is. Does everybody in Ireland know what it is? I think everybody around probably at I think everybody around has been absolutely sucked into Elf on the Shelf. But like Brandon's kids have Elf on the Shelf and Elf on the Shelf, Elfie, 
Oh yeah, Amy her. Huberman does Elf on the Shelf. Oh right? yeah, she does extremely elaborate Elf on the Shelf. Oh my God, so I just feel like elaborate. a massive I saw one failure. today where she'd where she'd made the elf chew some bubble gum and then blow bubbles out its arse. my elf on the shelf literally arrived on december 1st that we used to be incredibly inventive with what we did with him and now he just hangs on the same tree for 25 days but like they literally don't look at him so i don't care ours is a woman oh good job elfie she moves every single night she created herself a ladder out of red yarn and used it to climb up to the cereal shelf did you and do put this? a special elf on the shelf cereal in the, in the cereal you've, shelf you have time on your hands this is good did you did you not take pictures of any of this stuff I did take a picture of her I'll put it up on the Instagram of her hanging from the ceiling fan in the family room but she actually looked like she was performing some kind of scene from Fifty Shades of Grey the way she had her little arms tied <laughs> oh, behind her it was did very send odd me that picture <laughs> I said that too. it was very weird you know what though I'm just remi- I'm reminded now of that name when I, I immediately went to gendered name for Elf when I said Elfie because she was a girl but you know what an excellent trilogy or actually now there are four books or maybe five set in the Appalachian Mountains I would recommend this to anybody amazing I think she won the Pulitzer for like reporting way back when but anyway this amazing I read these books about this sheriff is she a sheriff no she's a lawyer never mind she's a heroine never mind she's a hero she's a hero Rosemary sorry about that and her name is Belfa and I was like what is this name I'm only thinking about this because, like, Elf is within Belfa. Sorry, what are the books called, Beatrice? Oh, I don't know, but the writer's called Julia Keller. They're called The Long Way Home and then, like, all different names, obviously, because there are five or six books. Anyway, I, I really, really, like, really brilliant. I honestly feel like you put in that whole segue to show me up that I'm like, haha, the Elf was like Fifty Shades of Grey and you were like, I read this Pulitzer winning No, no, author. no, I was more like, oh, I was thinking about the, you know, we like to do the New York Times spelling bee, right, no, where it's like anagrams, but it's, you know... How many words can you make out of this? Which I always appreciate when mom's like, our mother and father have a very unique relationship. And I always appreciate when mom's like, we had a great time in bed last night. And I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) Because we went to bed really early. And then I said to your father, how many words can you make in your mind out of the word pineapple? I had 22 before he even had eight. (laughs) I mean, God bless him. But anyway, Julia Keller Appalachian Mountains, like amazing. When I first moved here, like, but it was an amazing book to me in terms of like what America, like how diverse America is in terms of different areas. Anyway, amazing. Belfa, what a name. Somebody, anybody got a child or anybody called Belfa? I'd never heard of it before. Have you? No, and I, I don't really like it as a name, but I suppose that's neither here nor there. Belfa. Belfa. It sounds like indigestion. Maybe it's just how I said it. Belfa. Okay, so what other Christmas traditions? The Christmas pudding is a Christmas tradition for us. Yes, and mom has brought it in her in her suitcase for years on end to me, which is probably enough to get her arrested. But she constantly arrives, opens the suitcase, immediately removes the pudding in a cloth, and we hang it from whatever beam is close by. And this year, as I said to you, it looks like, since we made it ourselves in honor of mom, and let's hope to God it's not covered in mold and revolting, um, it now looks like I have two small decapitated Sweeney Todd victims hanging it from the beam like, in my kitchen. It looks like that scene in um, Game of Thrones where Arya and Sansa look up and their dad's head is hanging it's from a- the Yes, it's actually disgraceful. And the kids have walked by multiple times and said, what is that? When is that going away? <laughs> I'm like, it's going away when you eat. It's going to be delicious. Oh, brandy butter is another tradition. That's an excellent tradition. We make it every year. We make yes. way too much. What is it? Equal parts icing, sugar and butter? 
Icing sugar and butter, yeah. And then you whip it in the mixer or with your hand whisk, like not your hand whisk, with your like electric whisk until, yeah, until you're dead. Un- until you whisk until, it until in your the electric, butter is un- pure white. Pure like white. snow. Exactly. And then you pour in, uh, if your mom, you put in two A drops of brandy. If your dad, you pour in as much as you can before it turns into yeah a runny mess yeah and then you put it in the freezer right in various different Tupperwares recommended to put it in the fridge no in the fridge but you can also put in the freezer you can put in the freezer if you want to keep it for a longer amount of time but you put in the fridge and you divide it into like small enough Tupperwares because that way you can put some in the freezer you see and then you have it with your mince pies Mm -hmm. well with your Christmas pudding but also with your mince pies or if you're Brandon on toast oh I was about to say or if you're my mother-in-law you have it on toast you have it on Crackers, sandwiches probably. you have it on every single thing that has a surface that it can be smeared upon you dip fruit into it oh well i could see how that could be kind of nice yeah, yeah. do you remember one year we made little marzipan fruits or you did mm. that was and cute. truffles and truffles are so handy oh truffles was easy but the marzipan fruits is very impressive because you truffles colored them all the different easy. fruit colors and then put in little like pock marks for the strawberries seeds truffles and stuff was truffles was easy. you had a lot of time no, but I mean, truffles is straightforward, but the marzipan was like a work of art. Well, okay, here's my other tradition. Oh, here's another tradition. Mandarins in the stocking. Where did that come from? We've always gotten mandarins in our stocking all our lives. Have we? Yeah, but you obviously disregard yours in favour of Terry's chocolate orange that's sitting beside just it. like pick mine up and I'm like tossing it over my shoulder yeah. going, that's boring. You're like, I'll immediately put that back in the fruit bowl from whence it came. Terry's chocolate orange. Yes. Which At least this one. Year, this year, mom, bless her heart, posted 12 Terry's chocolate oranges over to us that she ordered from the local news agent spent 41 euro posting them over and they took approximately 60 six weeks to get here and every single day I was getting these like I, I could tell the panic texts from mom going any sign of the TCOs she was well, very last worried year, and then they finally showed I, up last year I bought them all in Target for everybody on my team in work and I bought 50 something of them and I spent 200 and something dollars on them Right. And I, then I was like, it's kind of underwhelming at the end because everybody got like one Terry chocolate orange. But I mean, yeah, yeah, they are truly a Christmas tradition to me, a Terry chocolate orange. But the American ones aren't as nice, are they not? They're not. Well, but they're not as nice just like chocolate in America. It's not that I mean, to us, to me, it's not as nice, but like it's just yeah. different. You know, it's not as milky. It's more cocoa solids. So it's just and it's yeah. a bit more sugary. It's a bit sweeter. So I don't like it quite as much. It's not as milky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everything is a bit more sugary. I actually saw a video the other day of, you know, one of these like American tries British candy. And one of the things she was trying was a, was a digestive biscuit. Oh, delicious. Kind of like, I know, but she was kind of like, mm, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a cracker. Like to her, it was totally savoury. Well, I mean, did you not see the thing recently where, the, where Subway in Ireland, where Subway bread was, was designated as cake? It has so much sugar in it that they were brought to court or whatever. I don't know what, what the actual, we'll find the link and we'll post it. But basically they were like, it is, it is classified as cake. It is not bread under Irish law because there's hilarious. so much sugar in it, which like makes sense because have you found a good bread yet? No, I haven't. And also I hate Subway. William the other day announced that he wants to go to Subway and get an inch long. <laughs> Rosemary, you're actually a disgrace. Do you know that this is a child you're talking about? so funny. You're just so a disgrace. And we were like, we were like, no, 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 they don't do inch longs. They do foot long. It's called a foot long. And he goes, well, can I get a two foot long? And we were like, no. Why can't you, can, you just Yes, you can. You can get do? two foot longs. Maybe you should have said, here's where the S You should have been here. Play I should have called plural. you. So what other tra- what other traditions do you have? Do you have any traditions with your friends around Christmas? Yeah, so like when I was at home, we used to do Christmas Eve drinks down in the local pub. And kind of in our teens and maybe early 20s, we used to go to time 
on St. Stephen's Day in Nace. Go to the club on St. Stephen's Day, mm-hmm. which I can't really imagine now because on Stephen's Day now, I'm like, I do not want to leave the house. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just stay in my PJs. Well, we used to also have a shopping. We used to always go see Brian Thomas's windows yes. and then go to Captain America's for dinner. Captain America's oh, Wasn't that the time or... you got the glass in your mouth? Oh my God, that was amazing. <laughs> what well, amazing. Captain America's or... Miller's Pizzeria in Oh on God, Baggage Miller's Street. Pizza was delicious. Or Eddie Rockets the odd time. No, we just know, like but but until Miller's became a thing with Dad, like we Captain America's was our go-to. Captain America's, yeah, yeah, it was Captain America's. I was there with Mom and Dad, and I was I not there? No, and no. I had ordered a Diet Coke and took a big swig, and all of a sudden was like, oh my God, what's that? And blood started to pour from my mouth, and basically there was a shard of glass in the glass. And I didn't, they gave us our meal for free, but like, I should have sued. I guarantee you, dad was like, damn, that glass, she didn't swallow it. <laughs> well, that is beyond mean. But I'd say he probably was. I'd say he was like, oh my God, like two more seconds in her mouth and we could have got a lot out of that. Exactly. Well, do you have any, have you done anything like that? Well, I mean, it's COVID, but I we, know. I keep saying it's COVID, it's so boring, but we started doing things like that, right? But I'm like, Honestly, I feel bad for Nash, who's nine, because I'm like, by the time Nash is 18, I'm finally going to want to build some traditions with this family. Because every time we go anywhere, you're like, I wish we hadn't come out. We shouldn't have bothered. We should have stayed at home. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We do a lot of ordering in a food because it's like, this is great. You eat your food and we'll eat our food over here, you know? You know, I brought these kids, well, like Brandon and I brought his kids to Black Pine, the animal sanctuary, and literally within three minutes, 
my back is sore, my feet are sore, mm-hmm. I'm bored. Is I know, I thought that was soon? so funny that you were like so shocked. Oh my God, I was. I just, because I was like, this is going to be such a nice thing and the kids are you know going to really enjoy it. It'll be so, like, so nice to, to go out for the day because like a lot of the time I feel bad, like, oh, we don't really do anything or, you know, we're just in the house, they must be bored. I realise now they're bored no matter where they are. Well, I have to say, uh, we brought, I mean, not to, you know, one-up man you, but we brought our kids to the animal animal san- an- to the animal sanctuary to down the in animal. Texas. To the animal sanctuary down in Texas. I have to say they were really good and they were really, really engaged for the entire drive. It was probably even a bigger, you know, sanctuary than here. But you know why they loved it the most? Because at one point, father, being incredibly cocky about his knowledge of animals, stuck his hand outside to like wave at some, I don't know what they were, like giraffes or goats. And they immediately started like attempting to munch and consume his entire arm. And I've never seen him in my life try to like quiz that window up so quickly and also look calm. He was like, <laughs> oh. but it also reminded me of the time that I went on a day trip with Nash to the zoo like the zoo here in Fort Wayne and we were in you know and it was actually really weird because we went with his school and it was supposed to they were all supposed to be in groups oh yeah and I went as you know a parent chaperone because I was like he was really like will you please come mom and like it'd be a really big deal and when we got there they're like Mrs. McCabe no Mrs. Kirkland you'll be in a group with Nash and I'm like and they're like just Nash I was like, okay, so that, like, because they broke, because there were so many parents volunteering that they only had like groups of two, you know. They I was like, just put you all together, like, yes, but I was, all, you should, but I was also like, with on, yeah, I was like, honestly, he doesn't even want to be with me. Like, he'd prefer. Yeah. I, I'm happy to turn around the car and go home, you know. But yeah, anyway, yeah. so we walked around, and the whole thing was me going, "Isn't this amazing?" Because he was just on the verge of tears the whole time because he kept looking around, seeing his his looking mates his in mates. groups of two, yeah, and they were like, and you know, it was like some horrific dodgy lifetime movie every corner you turned around there were two of his mates on the swing swinging together there they were admiring a llama there they were you know on the merry-go-round smiling beatifically at each other and it was like what is going on and then we got to the very end where we went into like the goat sanctuary you know like the actual full-on farm because after you go through the zoo there's like a farm section where oh, the kids are like to... petting zoo and stuff where yeah. you can go in and get close to them yeah. yeah and i feel like i'm very blasé about that having grown up in kildare you know near a farm yeah. and having access to i'm real like whatever but not understanding the dangers that were still inherent to me so no, we were like we're both there and he's like oh the sheep and the this and he's having a nice time but also he's still like where are my friends and so we go through and at this point i'm just like let's just you know let's just get through this so we go through the goat part and I'm standing there and he's looking at the goats and he's, and then he sees one of his friends. He starts chatting to his friends. So I'm standing there and then, you know, I'm like, Oh, I feel a breeze on my nether regions. And I turn around and there is a goat who has my entire dress in its mouth, has eaten my dress up to the waist. <laughs> and I now have, tell me about this? I now have no dress from the waist. <laughs> down to my knees <laughs> and I literally was like Nash stand behind me while we get out of the car it was so embarrassing poor Nash <laughs> poor Nash poor, poor me Nash. poor me thank you Rosemary oh in, in Nash's brain this is like the time my mom flashed the school <laughs> so embarrassing you're right it was embarrassing it was embarrassing for Nash but like honest to god it was embarrassing for me because I had been so up in arms and I was obviously like it was like angry mom gets skirt chomped by goat (laughs) 
goat bites off more than he can chew. So that's not a tradition that you'll be repeating. No, then. no, no, definitely. Well, I mean, going to the zoo is a tradition, but like not not in that case. So what else is a tradition? Um, well, this year, not a tradition that I have, but one that I would like to start is having lots of candles on my table. Yeah, but like you have four kids. How's that going to work out? Oh, uh, yeah, probably not. I think it's going to be more like I'm going to get the gonna kids on, to eat. They're going to be on and the then island. I'm gonna, no, I think I'm going to eat with Don. But my tradition is incredible candle holders. So I discovered this whole thing on eBay and Etsy where there are these like little fox butler candle holders and little frogs holding candles. I mean, literally, they're amazing. And this I, is not a tradition. This is just an excuse for you to talk about your new collector's okay, hobby. My new collecting tradition around candle holders I'll actually post some of them after they're amazing they're I got amazing, two of them I got two little star candle holders off eBay and they're like 4 99 for the two amazing right but the frog and Chance goes Chance age 4 goes mom is that a frog I go yeah he goes it is gross you're welcome He's do you know what wrong. you're welcome for me making a beautiful home for you you are welcome you're, today um, you're he actually, shouted but today sorry. he shouted at me Rosemary today as he went to bed I said, time to go to bed. Yeah, mom, you're dumb. You are dumb. You are dumb. You're dumb. I said, what are you saying to me? Because I actually genuinely didn't understand him. You're dumb. You are dumb. I said, go to bed. Go up to bed right now. Do not come back downstairs. Ten minutes later, he comes back down. He starts doing the fingers in the eyes. You know what this means, mom? It's four, right? You know what this means? I see you. I'm like, I see you and you're supposed to be in bed. Get back upstairs. I was an absolute creep. You're dumb and I see you. Yeah, you're dumb. I see you, you're dumb. Sorry, just to get back to your frogs for a second. What you're actually talking about, Beatrice, is tablescaping. Oh my God. engaging in some Excellent, tablescaping. trust me. And you know what else I have, Rosemary? I have a beautiful wreath given to me by a member of my team that I'm going to put on the table. I have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful table runner given to me by my team. A sample... Sorry. A sample Excuse from me. the office, Rosemary. Are you fucking joking? You have a beautiful wreath that I made you. Oh, no, Rosemary, that can't go on the table. It's highly flammable. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's made out of fabric. This one is made out of, like, leaves. They're a little bit... Well, they're dry. They're tinder. Probably not a great idea either. But Probably not. But anyway, just... I also have an amazing table runner that I will... It's a sample, so I'll show you later on. But, like, the underside of it is hideous because it's the wrong fabric. But... I have all these plans this this Christmas, this summer. I was about to say, I have all these plans this summer. It's going to be an amazing summer. <laughs> you know what? You know what's one of the traditions, like the Christmas traditions that I always really loved, which will come as no surprise to you, eating a full Irish on Christmas morning. I don't think we ever had a full Irish. We just had rashers. Oh, we had sausages. Oh they were we delicious. Totally had You're right. Sometimes we had pudding and sometimes we had fried bread. Oh my God. Do you know what? Here's a tradition that I actually hated. When we used to go to our cousin's house, she would cart out the carol, like, but like sheet music for us to sing. Ah, God. Like, Beatrice, Beatrice, we've already given out about this in a podcast. We can't oh, have we? Again. Oh, sorry. We sorry, Abigail. We love but you. Like, but like, I love singing. Yes. But I just don't I also, like things to be so Abigail. organized. Like, there's, there's a time and a place for a sing-along at a party and it is always impromptu. It is not, here I brought printouts. <laughs> That's like, it has to be impromptu or else it's not fun. Do you know what? Here's a tradition I'd like to start, actually. As I think about this conversation, I'd like to tablescape my table and then only have myself and Don. I was about to call him Dan, which is not very optimistic for the future of my relationship. That's An amalgamation name. of Dad and Don, I get it. 
Yes. Oh, God. Jesus, Rosemary, that is unbelievably creepy. I would like, and you know what? It was really bad as well because they have three letter words and like they share the first one. It's not a lot that they share actually, but like I call, after dad comes to visit, I call Don dad for about six months, which is really, really creepy. Anyway, I'd like to ha- tablescape my table. That sounds like a metaphor and it's not. I'd like just to table. I'd like to tablescape my table and just have Christmas dinner with myself and Don and maybe Nash if he's actually going to eat the food. And maybe I should just give the kids Christmas dinner first because at the small little kids table or two hours prior. Because by the time, as you saw at Thanksgiving, by the time we get to sit down and have our dinner, it's cold. Everything's cold. It's congealed. We're all stressed. It's not Mm. relaxing. So actually, there is a tradition I'd like to start, even though I actually do not like this idea of oh, we holidayed without our kids and we we don't eat with our kids. I'm like, I've been really forcing this. Like, we're going to eat with our kids. Maybe on Christmas Day, until they're a little bit older, I cannot eat with my kids. Thoughts on a postcard, please. Yeah. Here's an idea. Why don't you go the day before to the McDonald's drive-thru, get them each a Happy Meal, stick them in the oven to heat up for 10 minutes the next day, and give them their Happy Meals at a different table? Why don't I just drive down to McDonald's on Christmas Day? It's guaranteed to be open. Really? Yeah. Kroger's open. The supermarket's open on Christmas Day. All, all day or just for a few hours in the morning? Uh, all day. All day. They've oh, switched so from depressing. being Yeah, they've switched from being 24 hours to being like 12 hours. God. That's so what other makes what me want o- to go well, Okay, so let's though. go to um Stevens's Day traditions. What do you do the day after Christmas? What's your tradition? Enjoy your books, look at your books. That was always my uh-huh. big one. Lay my books out and look at them. What what's your tradition? <laughs> Uh, lay my chair chocolate oranges out and look at them oh what, my god I'd also like left. to say you know here's another annoying thing about Don in case anybody thinks he's wonderful maybe they don't I don't know that I've like sung his <laughs> praises that much but you know what he likes to do he likes to watch me is this going to be TMI no he likes to watch it's not no I don't mean he likes to watch me in a sensual way he likes, but he likes to watch to- you laying out your books no no <laughs> he likes to make sure we all have our cherry chocolate orange right then he right. will put his in a oh, darkened yeah. corner and he won't think of it again. Unlike me, I'm like that kind of person who, like, if I have lunch, I have to not bring lunch to work. Because if I have lunch within a 10 meter radius, it You'll burns it a hole in my mind until it's eaten. Right? Like, even if I'm not hungry, like, my mind is literally like, that sandwich, that tuna sandwich over there is pulsing my name. Right? Like, I don't... Oh, Rosemary. Said no one ever. Said me. Said me. One million percent. Oh. So judgmental. Again. Anyway. Dag. Any that tuna sandwich gag. is pulsing. You could not have made it sound more disgusting. Sounds delicious with onion and mayonnaise. <laughs> sounds delicious. And then, uh, sounds, Rosemary, stop looking like you're like, literally your stomach is churning. You're, it looks sounds delicious. Actually, do you remember we had that conversation about tuna melts? Delicious. Stop, please stop. <laughs> okay, that cheese sandwich is calling my name, right? No? Sorry, that, the point whatever. is... Don has restraint and also is is a is a long game dickhead who will put his cherry chocolate orange in the fridge and forget about it until March when your cherry chocolate orange is but but a dusty memory on your tongue oh, and he'll be like, Oh, I've still yes, got mine in the fridge. But I'd like to say it's no no, it wouldn't be in the fridge ever. It would be hidden oh. on a dusty shelf somewhere, like in a oh. distant shelf. Because what it's more what I find what I find disturbing about him, it's like it's not that his cherry chocolate orange is in view uneaten. He'll put it somewhere so you are fooled into thinking. Oh, he's already eaten it. We've all eaten our Terry's chocolate oranges. We're all equally gluttonous. 
And then you turn around and he'll go, he'll just literally from behind his back, David Bowie Labyrinth style with long splayed fingers go, oh, sorry, I'm going into this room to eat this by we'll myself. Just twirl it around on his finger. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it to the room. Yeah. Sorry, speaking of Terry's Chocolate Orange related gluttony. So as I mentioned, mom sent over 12 Terry's Chocolate Oranges. And for, and for any eager mathematicians out there, you'll realise that that is too, too many for our combined family. I thought family. that was so two, one extra for you and one extra for me. I immediately calculated that. It'd be incorrect. Oh. So there were six Terry Chocolate Oranges for your family. There were four Terry Chocolate Oranges for myself and Brandon's family. And then there were two, mom said, to give to someone else. One for Kim, who mom loves. Kim. Beatrice, where do you think those Terry Chocolate Oranges are now? Are they eaten? In my belly. Already before Christmas. Because they arrived a week two, ago. Rose, Rosemary, I think it's really entertaining that you think... That they that those two terry chocolate oranges are the ones that, she said for other people. You've eaten yours. No, those no, two are still to be given away. You've eaten yours. No, Beatrice, I only got one. And yeah, Rosemary, that's over there in the corner of my yeah, room to go. No, Rosemary, you. She already said one for you and one for somebody else. You ate yours. Pre, you prematurely ate your Christmas terry chocolate orange. No, Beatrice. What she said was. I said, who are the extra two for? And she said, oh, whatever you want. Maybe you could give them to, you know, to the people at the gym. And yeah, I was you like, ate, you no ate way. both and of I them. Ate them. Are you telling me you ate, but you didn't give one to me to eat and one to you to eat? You ate both of the extras. Myself and Brandon and the boys ate them. Then, Rosemary, one of those is for me. Mm, no. Yes. Do you have any traditions with your friends? Um... Not that I can think of really. We have a couple of like, you know, secret Santas or white elephants. I actually enjoy the white elephant. I'd, I'd never heard of the white elephant before this year. So please explain it for other people who don't know what it is. Well, the white elephant is like a secret Santa, but um, you you don't get a name. You, you're told like, hey, there are six people in this in this white elephant, in this secret Santa. And so you buy a present of a certain amount, like say $20 or 20 euro, but you don't buy it for a specific individual. And then you draw lots. Everybody picks a number, but then you can steal. And it's a fun game. We can put some like instructions on our notes, but it's very fun because it gets a bit like bitchy at the end. Well, I I appreciate that Rosemary got, you know, the shampoo and hair set, but I'm going to steal that from her and give her the Golden Girls Monopoly that I got kind of thing. So, Oh, it, I'd, I'd love a Golden Girls Monopoly. How many steals do you get to do? I think there are three steals. I'm not 100% sure. I have to tell you every time I'm like, what's going on? But it's a really, it's a fun game. I appreciate that. No, I mean, do you think I feel... It'd be, do you think you'd be insulted though if the present that you bought never got stolen? No. Do you know no, mean? Do you think you're like, no, oh, I chose a no, shit gift. No, Nobody not at it. all. Not at all. I feel like people don't care. You oh. know, it, it's really, it's, it's grand. Like, because also if your gift is a good gift everybody's delighted to yeah get it. yeah i get you it's not like one person is getting the like fake mustache and glasses like i always hate when well you no Chris some Kindle people and sometimes some people that's do true joke gifts. no oh. sometimes like this year for example some people got one person got a 2000 piece jigsaw one person got you know a great cookbook another person got a waffle maker and waffles another person got a bag full of toilet paper and bathroom deodorizer and unicorn glitter spray i know you're like oh that looks great I'm not kind of quite like that. Yeah, I know, but it's funny, you know, and that's the part where the stealing comes into play because it's like, oh, I want this, I don't want that. And it's funny, like, who ends up with what? So I think it's kind of funny. Was the unicorn glitter spray for the bathroom? Yes. Unicorn Is it biodegradable? Glitter? I couldn't tell you. I hope couldn't so. tell you. Anyway, we used to go out as girlfriends, you know, my friends and I used to go out on Christmas Eve, but I don't have that... I don't have that group of friends here in Fort Wayne yet, right? And then also COVID. Yeah. 
I think, yeah. you know, I ideally would like to go out with you prior to Christmas and, oh my God, you I know, cannot have wait. dinner I cannot and wait have for drinks, next year. Yeah, I can't wait for next year so that we can start, basically so that I can start imposing my ideal Christmas traditions on Brandon with the help of you. Oh, it sounds lovely. I love so, it. So that we can start like doing Christmas together and doing the kind of, we'll be the aunts and uncles, you know what I mean? And mom and dad will be here. And you know oh what God, I'd like so to say? Nice. I'd like to say to anybody who saw our Instagram photo today where, I mean, we all looked beyond, beyond happy to be together. This um, is our Christmas, this is our Christmas PJs post from last well, week on Instagram. I would say, yeah, next year, 2022, the PJs shall be significantly less tasteful. I'm already oh planning them. Oh, God. Sorry. You know, Heather from Selling Sunset, who's going out with the guy from HGTV, who's engaged to him, is his, like, his name is Tarek oh, Al-Musa yeah, or something? You mean Tariq Flip-Flop? Flipper-Flop? Yes, Flipper-Flop. So she's she's engaged to him and they practically wore the exact same pictures that we wore last year in this year. Well, you know, he, you. he's not necessarily the most on trend in fairness to him. God bless no, him. Well, I he's got very blow-dried hair. He's, got, he's, he's the guy who discovered he had like throat cancer because somebody from his... Oh, this is actually relevant to you. Because somebody from the TV show wrote in and said, hey, that lump in your neck looks suspiciously like cancer. I'm a nurse and I think you well, look like I will you have, have you know, I had my thyroid levels checked last week and everything is fine. Although, although what the nurse did say to me was that my blood sugar was slightly off and I should watch the sugar intake and then she said oh she meant like, did she mean you're not eating enough yes <laughs> so i immediately <laughs> scoffed two terry's chocolate oranges to make up the difference oh yeah my terry's chocolate orange and my other one would you like to tell our listeners why that was funny to me because basically on more than one occasion <laughs> when i would put up either snapchat stories or instagram stories just of me walking around dublin chatting into my phone as is totally normal like probably five times now i've got messages from random different people some of whom have said, hey, you know, I'm a nurse and I just thought I'd, I'd point this out. Basically saying, my neck once looked like yours or I saw a neck that looked like yours my or like I a, examined a cadaver with a neck like yours. And it's you did not get that message. You did not get that message, did you? Oh, I yeah. examined a cadaver with a neck uh, like yours. No, but I think she was like... Uh, I once had a patient, like very much past tense, I once had a patient who had a neck and I really got the impression that the patient was not alive anymore. Well, I really think they thought was, I had a thyroid I really think issue. this is funny because this week you posted your extremely <laughs> swollen ankle. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, I sprained my ankle, put up a picture on Instagram going like, I'm in the ER, like what have I done? And somebody messaged me and said, oh my God, I can't believe you've managed to sprain both your ankles. You're just like Katie Price. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, my left ankle is, ankle is not swollen. <laughs> but on that note, we hope that you will be better in time for Christmas. You're already making good recovery. You're just extremely bruised. Making great strides. Yeah, great strides, so to speak. And this time next year, we'll be forging all these great traditions with you in the full flesh of your health, full flush of your health full flesh of my health absolutely <laughs> disgusting thank you so much for listening to not without my sister please take some time if you have two minutes to rate and review us on itunes it really helps other people find us and help recommend us to, us to your friends recommend us to your friends but especially rate and review us on apple Podcasts if you have access to it because it helps boost us in the charts and i for one really want to beat certain people who shall remain unnamed because I, I mean, I really, she's I not bitter like yeah. me I, I mean i really don't care I, I feel like i'm super you know whatever 
And then when I text Rosemary on a Tuesday, I'm like, where are we? What n- listeners do we have? What number are we in the charts? It's like, I don't really mean it. Sorry, when you text me on a Tuesday, I mean when you, when you text me every day. How many <laughs> listeners today? Day. How many listeners today? Figures? Mom. Figures? Numbers? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening. We will be back on Friday, which is Christmas Day, with a very special festive mini-sode. And we'll be back next Tuesday with a full episode. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie. Hold up. 